This is a honky tonk man, the greatest intercontinental champion of all time. Hey everybody, this is Ted DiBiase, the Million Dollar Man. You are listening to... And you're listening to The Wrestler Review. Priceless. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first Patreon select episode of The Wrestler Review. We told you last week... You can thank Keith for this one, because, ladies and gentlemen, we are profiling Glacier. I'm really glad I remember this isn't a Patreon-exclusive episode, because news slash about the Patreon-exclusive episodes. That's when I'm really going to speak my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's like, oh, we were just doing PG. This is after the cameras are off. Like, if this, re- if this podcast was porn, the Patreon-exclusive episodes yeah. are European porn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not shaved, and we're in love. Yeah, is a noise you're gonna hear a lot. Is that European porn? Do you remember when you like you first discovered like when there were like there's like when porn was like still in that transition between internet and there were still a lot of tapes going on. Okay, so like 2001, 2001, 2002, and then like, they're like, there's porn where they pee in them, and you're like, <laughs> <laughs> oh no. I remember when I first saw fart porn, and now that's a like a subgenre. Oh, I thought it was a one-off thing. No, people are farting each other's faces all, all kinds. I can't remember who the quote is, which is, "If you can think of it, there's a there's porn about it." Yeah, rule. Oh God, what is it called? Rule fifty-two. What? There's a saying. Rule something. It's a number. And if you can one of it. our. There's a comedian in Estonia who set up a website, and he just lets it run like communism, and he makes a lot of money off it. Congratulations. Which is, if you can think, and it's just porn? What? Yeah, it's just people post porn links, and then he just ta- and then he pays someone else to take them down if they're weird. <laughs> <laughs> we want some above-the-board fucking... Good stuff here, all yeah. right? Penises he, and butts, <laughs> penises and vaginas, here's what I'm penises th- on penises. Here's what I'm gonna something. Th- here's what I'm going to throw out there. Let's throw it out. The guy who takes those porn links if they're down weird is a is a straight white man. <laughs> oh, yeah. No one else is doing that job. That is not... like No black man... Any black man or woman would go, no. <laughs> I don't want to look at yeah, it. Yeah, I'll watch it. I'm not entering code into a computer. <laughs> so this is... There's something about lacking melanin... And also um, having a certain level of backney where you're like, I'm into porn the way people are into comic books. Hey, man. White people are originally from an island, and we definitely still act like it. Okay? Don't we're, bother we're all from, me. We're all from an island called Africa originally. Whoa. That's not true. Like, if you trace it all the way back, yeah, it is. I don't recognize that. We're all from Jesus's butt or whatever. Yeah, and he landed in Africa. Ladies and gentlemen, this week we're talking about Raymond M. Lloyd, also known as Glacier, also known as a man as a wrestler that I loved the idea of when I was 11 years old, yeah. and the minute he got in the ring, I said, no thank you. It's a very interesting career because he has a full ten year, nine years in the business and then he unveils a gimmick, and he's right in the heat where it's like, we talked about Gorgeous George last week. We didn't get into this part, and that he was a wrestler for 14 years before he came up with Gorgeous George. Not 14 years. He was a wrestler for like 10 years, 11 years before he came up with Gorgeous George. And of Stone Cold Steve Austin was a wrestler for 11 years before he came up with the Stone Cold character. And then Ray Lloyd, wrestler for nine years, given Glacier, so shit. Like, yeah. so 
Uh, like, of course no one liked it. When I watched this match, I was like, of course no one liked this. This I is wa- the worst no, but piece I wanted of shit. to like this so fucking badly. Like, because I, I was 11. I remember being like, oh, Sub-Zero's a wrestler now? That's yeah. sick. But, but you can't do... But here's the thing is, that gimmick done by Vince McMahon properly in 1990, it would have had five years and people would be like, oh, it was all right. Yeah. 1996, just as the NWO is about to come out, you're like... Yeah, literally yeah. just as the NWO is about yeah. to come out. Yeah, say night-night. <laughs> yeah, like you really... The the company will go, undergoes a major switch where it's like, Glacier, <laughs> So <laughs> two did, years earlier, would have fought Hulk Hogan. Yeah, he would know he would have been Hulk Hogan's friend. He would have been the guy... He would have been the like, you know what, dude? Me and Glacier, we're going to uh, freeze you and then I'm going to leg drop you through the ice. Are you serious? Would he done that? Yeah. Real ice. This is Hulk Hogan in WCW. He kills a man with a monster truck. There's there are no takes rules. place on international waters, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Never forget Hulk Hogan fought a man named after the Holocaust in WCW right before this. Right. Uh, fine. Changes to the Ultimate Solution. I guess the Jews are getting mad. Uh, yeah, guys, listen. Um, no, they. Uh, no, it was it was the it final was, solution at first, and then they changed it to the Ultimate Solution. The yeah, call, his that's name right. was the final solution. solution. Yeah. So many are dead. <laughs> It'd be so fun to be so into wrestling that you don't realize that that's a thing. Well, it's that's why Bruce Pritchard's podcast is very good because occasionally he does discuss, um, like, what happened? Didn't you know about this? And he's like, we were in the wrestling bubble. I'm really sorry. <laughs> like, it's just an interesting, like, and he's well they're working so much that it's like you have your blinders on you're working so much and you're also working for a lunatic like a man who's like what are you doing reading this new york times that's for your asshole (laughs) well there's that whole thing where he uh who was it saying i forget some wrestler had an interview where he talked about how he was watching just like a stand-up thing on his ipad and then he was vincent man was like why are you watching that And he's like oh it's just comedy it's funny he's like we have comedy Santino. It's like, I'm not going to watch Santino Morella on my off time. But, uh, so let's oh, get right Oh, by the way, um, um, the uh, last week we discussed Jim Cornette taking his dick out at a Bruce Pritchard live event. We did. Um, in the That's like a month ago at this point. Have you seen, yeah, one month ago? Has you seen his dick? It says it's censored, though. It's censored, but look at his body language and how far down he's having to reach for his dick. That's a big dick. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, he took it out, by the way, because someone had a paper cut out of Vince Russo in the crowd. That's amazing. That man showed his dick to, I'm going to say, a bunch of people. Like, upwards of 500 people because an enemy's face was in effigy in the crowd. For sure that i'm not gonna say 10 percent. ladies and gentlemen there's a video 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 i'm not gonna say five i'm gonna say five percent of it oh that's a fat dick that is a <laughs> fat boy look how much he has to dive di- like deep back in to pop it back under shows a lot about wrestlers though that he's wearing he's like oh there's 500 people there i'll wear my best track pants yeah he's wearing slush pants for christ's sake <laughs> here's a man who dressed up for the job though this is ray lloyd Comes from uh, all of his family, by the way. All of his family are Georgia State Troopers. Georgia State Troopers, up and down. Yeah, and uh, he has a paternal. He has a paternal. Uh, fraternal, you fucking fraternal. moron! Shut the fuck up! You want to go? I'm Mortis. You're Glacier. Ooh, I'll win then. 
Not true. Yep. What happened well, to Chris Canyon? I thought he was fine. <laughs> he is the best clip of him in wrestling history where he came out of the closet and everyone booed it. <laughs> <laughs> the most wrestling clip there possibly could be. <laughs> Boo. No. The most wrestling. What? Everyone in Birmingham? Birmingham is a great town because <laughs> no, no. if you're from the Here- States or you're from the United Kingdom, you know it sucks. Here, by the way, yeah. <laughs> There's no good Birmingham. Here is, here's the most wrestling clip is a black wrestler in the ring says as a black man and the crowd lights the arena on fire but sits in the flames to make sure he dies too <laughs> <laughs> yeah so his uh his non-identical twin ron also a state trooper he was actually on the same football team ron as Jesse and tuggle ron and raymond ron Lloyd. and ray twins named ron and ray this man i don't know by the way who uh uh Tuggle? What was that guy's name? Who's that? Jesse Tuggle. He was a linebacker for the Falcons. He was very good. He was a very fucking good. Uh, uh, Jesse Tuggle doesn't sound like a football player. It sounds like a porn star from the the 80s. Jesse Tuggle. Everything sounds like a porn star from the 80s. I haven't used that reference once. I haven't used that reference yet once. No, I'm not. I'm a poet. My favorite thing is when comedians are like, because you know, porno is where the pizza, the guy, pizza man shows up. That's not how pornos work. Yeah. <laughs> it's a guy on a couch oiling a girl's butt and calling her a bitch, and she's like, this is fine. Yeah. This no. is, I, I'm being paid to be this person. <laughs> all right. We're going to stop talking porn, about porn right after not I make this point. It's shocking how long it took them in pornography to be like, just show them fucking. Yeah. <laughs> like, it took them a long time to be like, they're not watching this for the plot. Wh- what? <laughs> no, they want they want come and a resolution to the murder. I think I think I think you can just fuck. <laughs> I'm gonna try it, but I think you're crazy. <laughs> Get me Jesse Tuggle. Get me Jesse Tuggle. He took up Hungya, a Chinese martial art. Ooh. So basically, he went through the Rolodex of useless bullshit. Ha <laughs> ha. Fuck you, Ray. But he was in the also in the most martial arts thing. Who is his martial arts instructor? Uh, the first one for Hung Yai? Airbud. He was. It was an an ex U.S. marshal. Oh fuck yeah, buddy! <laughs> yeah, it was Kirk fucking Douglas. <laughs> yeah, nothing says Kurt Douglas taught him. Nothing says Chinese martial art like a guy named Gord with a square haircut. Yeah. Um. Then you fucking kick him. There was fucking a, kick him where the sun don't shine. There was a uh, martial arts dojo called Fang Sheng Do in Ottawa where I grew up. Okay. That uh, this guy like claimed to be like a like ancient karate master. As it turned out, all fictional and false. Yep. And had like a bunch of ca- charges for like bad checks. Yep. And like like unpaid child support. Yep. And also for one time a guy wouldn't do enough push-ups, so we made him put his face near shit, near human shit. That's great. <laughs> and there was a blog you can read about it called Fang Shang Don't on the internet. Nice. <laughs> well, that was the that was what the UFC was credited with shutting down a lot of with those mall karate schools because once the UFC came out, it was like, oh, just oh, this is boring. But I guess just amateur wrestling is the best one because you just pin them down and punch them a bunch. There's no spin kicks. Yeah. You're not doing a flourish with your arms. Oh, you never seen the? There's a great clip. You can watch this. It's Travis Fulton as the fighter. It's Travis Fulton, then type in Travis Fulton Taekwondo, where there's a Taekwondo guy who comes in, and he's a small man, and he comes in and does a bunch of spin kicks, and the crowd goes, woo, 
and then like Travis Fulton comes down, who's basically a refrigerator with a haircut. <laughs> and then he comes down, and he just looks so bored, and the guy does a bunch of spin kicks, and then Travis Fulton, and I'm not making this up, just picks him up and boss man slams him. <laughs> <laughs> and, then is, and then is very worried, because the guy literally just both his arms go, like both his arms in both pla- in both sets of arms are dislocated at the elbow and he's just screaming in pain while Travis Fulton just goes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is, again, this is what we're missing of the the now like mainstreamification of the UFC, which is back when you'd watch it when it's like, Tank Abbott versus an alligator who we've said is a man. <laughs> yeah. When he, occasionally... Well, the, all the guys who are like, he claims to have made up his own martial art. Most of it is crying. <laughs> Fear cry. Yeah. And they they only had one referee, that Big John guy, and they'd always be like, he was in the he was in the Rodney King riots. He's dangerous, and it's like, yeah, he had a, I assume body armor and a gun like that. I could. Oh no, the there was a lot of like he taught hand to hand combat for the LAPD, which means he was like, here's how you choke out people trying to rise above their social stature. <laughs> yeah. No, get back to get back in your medial job. <laughs> yeah. The thing to remember is a lot of them use cocoa butter, so they are slippery. <laughs> <laughs> Not my feelings. The it is a character I am doing of the guy named John who was the referee for the UFC. Allegedly. <laughs> uh, He's allegedly the referee. He was in the world uh full contact karate championships, Ray Lloyd was. Um so he did some matches there. All the uh, while also this having This is the 80s like so if this you watch is, kickboxing this is, now this is the 80s this is the height of like yeah, ninja. karate kid ninja yeah there was a movie studio called Canon Pictures okay that throughout this time they would make these schlock B movies and sell them internationally to sort of like fill time be on airplanes be on like sort of three o'clock in the morning and the amount of ninja movies they make from like 1981 to 1985 is like ninja one ninja ninja boyfriend. <laughs> Yeah, you're a ninja. My dad is too. So, and then it it peaked with American Ninja, perfect. Which, if you haven't seen, very bad. Do yourself a favor. So, Glacier got into wrestling the way I fucking love the late '80s stories because we talked about Gorgeous George, and we didn't get to this either. But here's how Gorgeous George got into wrestling: the same way a lot of guys got into wrestling. No, we at talked that time. about it. No, 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 no. But I was gonna say he beat a man in the carnival. Right? Beat him. Yeah. Took him down. Then he lost a match. Eye gouge. We talked about that. Great. Then they smartened him up. Here's how they smartened him up. Of course. They had a guy break his arm. <laughs> and then he came back. Which is how you do it. Right? No. Here's how it happened. In no. The, no. But no. Here's, well, here's the no, late 80s. That's not how you do it. That's just how they did it. That's <laughs> how they did it. Here's the, what happened in the, in the late 80s is uh, Glacier and his friends used to get hammered and go make fun of the wrestlers. And then this man, Fred Avery, was like, you guys are big. You want to be wrestlers? And Glacier was like, sure. Now he's a wrestler. Yeah. He did bumps. Yeah. I mean, like, get the wear and tear of being a wrestler. And obviously, I guess you'd say cumulatively, it's a rougher style, obviously, than the one employed in, like, the 30s, 40s, 50s. Can we just go back one second and talk about why he stopped doing martial arts? Beep, beep, beep. That's us reversing. Go for it, John. Uh, They changed the rules and they started doing, uh, allowing kicks above the knee. Yeah. As opposed to kicks above the waist. Yeah. And he was like, oh, I could get hurt if they kick me in the yeah. leg. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want it to affect my football career, so I'm not going to do that. It's like, you know your head's above your waist, you fucking idiot. Yeah, but it's so much hard. Like, that was the World Karate Championships where if you watch it, legit, they're just wearing, it's two guys wearing snow pants going, kya, 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 kya. <laughs> it's been 10 minutes. One kick has landed. 
Ray Lloyd is really ahead. Kia. Kia, kia. And no the, hands. We're gentlemen. Kia. And, and by the way, like it, it was in the amateur circles was fucking intense. Joe Rogan. Talking about Joe Rogan two weeks in a row. Yep. Joe Rogan talks about how he does not remember really being because Joe, Joe Rogan was like a national Taekwondo champion, and he was like, I don't really remember it. I do remember one time. I do know one time a guy kicked me in the head, and I don't. Rem- I didn't get up for five minutes, and it's like, well, that's why I don't remember it. That's a traumatic brain injury, Joe. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. The Taekwondo. That's weird because Taekwondo looks so terrible, but when they in the one out of like fifty matches where they do land a kick to the head, it's just like, oh, that guy's. And the other weird thing about this World Karate Association, at least, is there's no money behind it, so there's a major risk of injury because like nine matches are going on at the same time on these tournaments. So it's like you could not willingly just back up into another match, fucking like tear your ACL or some shit. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I see all boy. That's funny. Also, he was sugar. His debut uh, name, Sugar Ray Lloyd. Yeah, and he apparently he said all the Sugar Rays are black, and then Tommy Rich said, "Well, now you're the white one," <laughs> 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 which is like that's how you get your first name as an older wrestler. Just takes one second. No, no. What's your name? John, John Hastings. John Hastings. Jizz face. Good. <laughs> uh, Jizz face. You're uh, up excuse, against. Excuse me, Robert Fulton. Robert Fulton, could you come back? No. I gotta go to Tallahassee and Bob Full Tits. That's your name. Done. Yeah. <laughs> Easy. Easy and sleazy. He started in the tag team for a while. Um, he started doing job matches in WCW in nineteen eighty nine. How did he get into WCW? Through the most WCW trial. What's the most WCW trio you can think of, John? I think he lost a match. this is when he lost a match to Butch Reed. Yeah, when he was terrified of Butch Reed. Yeah, he was terrified of Butch Reed. Of course he was. You don't need to be terrified of Butch Reed. Just wait in the ring and eventually Butch Reed will go, I don't want to do this today. I'm just going to go somewhere else. And they're like, no, Butch. <laughs> but I mean, it's the 80s, right? So this is like the heyday of the Bitch, Steiners Butch, being like, it's me, Vince McMahon. You're going to be the Hulk Hogan's next opponent. First, you're going to get the Intercontinental Belt. Ah, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I like him. I like, like him a Butch lot. Reed is definitely a guy who's like, I'll tell you who's a flash in the pan, that WWF. I'm going over here to work for Nick Goulas. But, I mean, WCW at that time must have been amazing, where it's like, Ray Lloyd, you're going to lose the Butch Reed. What if I win? Good point. Ray wins. <laughs> we don't know this guy yet. And, wait a minute. And he's he not wrestling will. Butch Reed. He's wrestling Ric Flair. Yeah, but he could win. Fine. Do you want some pizzas? Please buy some of my pizzas. And he's, uh, he's a high school uh, teacher all throughout and up until Glacier, though. It's the best. And he, like... Follow your dreams, but get a good job. That's what he says. Ray Lloyd is just a reasonable man from America. He really is. I'm a if you want to watch, here's like, it's two hours. You watch a two-hour RF shoot interview. It's free online, and you're like, two hours? Because usually RF video, they don't release free shoot interviews at all. No, like, how they let this one slip through the cracks? Oh, because it's a guy talking about fucking gardening for two hours. <laughs> it's <laughs> so boring. <laughs> he he just goes, um... You know what he does, though? He throws a lot of, like, he does all those things where... He throws, uh, I think what the kids are calling it is shade, where he says, uh, I mean, he was a terrible worker and an awful man. Nothing against him, though. <laughs> it's like, no, you have something against him, old Ray, you bitch. Well, this <laughs> is why, okay, but the thing that's the counter to that is George the Animal Steel, who was a gym teacher throughout his entire wrestling career until the very end yeah. when he did the program with Macho Man Randy Savage, his shoot interview is the best. Yeah. Because it's like, he's just a, I'm a simple Christian. Good background and a fine retirement that was paid for by a little thing called working in the squared circle. Now, let me tell you who's not a man. Everyone who's not my friend. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, no. Ray Lloyd knows where his bread is buttered, and that is just being nice to everybody. Yeah. All right. Most WCW trio you can think of, though. Please. Let me go. I, 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 I did some research for this episode, so I know I can remember two of them. Okay. Ray Lloyd. Yeah. Marcus Alexander Bagwell. Scotty Riggs. You're wrong. Who was it? Ray Lloyd. Diamond Dallas Page, Disco Inferno. Oh, no. What was I thinking You of? got the opener, you got the mid card, and you got the main event. Those are the... If Goldberg had been in there, that would be the that would be the swings WCW took. Actually, Buff Bagwell and was Sting. the swing and Sting. Took. Yeah, no, I'd say Sting was NWA. He was made before it was WCW. Uh, if you look at as WCW, let's say 90, 91. You see Vader. He left, but Vader, Bagwell, Goldberg, they took a swing with Glacier. You can't take it that way. They from took me. a hard swing with Glacier. They, I gotta tell you, you know who else they took a swing with that no one talks about? Mm-hmm. Ron Simmons. And let me tell yeah. you, that was a bunt. <laughs> that looked like that was a home run swing that went. Yeah, well, Ron Simmons was a weird one because <clears throat> if you go down by everything in the 70s, he would have been a huge star, but it, it was just the 90s. Well, Ron Simmons' gimmick was also like, he's good at football, but he does this instead. <laughs> yeah, so why? He's not okay. Bye. Yeah. He was one of those guys who was good in college, and then they got a bit bigger, and he couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. Ron Simmons. Yeah. <laughs> and coming to the ring now, a man whose debut gimmick was, he fucks a white woman. <laughs> <laughs> but he came up in the, this is going to be important, because he comes up in uh, Georgia Wrestling with Scotty Riggs, Buff Bagel. And That's what I was Inferno. thinking of. So he basically, like, Ray Lloyd is a man who is just very nice and made a lot of connections. And the other thing is, he didn't have to... He had the size that he could still be a job guy or just be a convincing worker. So he could really get in anywhere. He went to the U he actually went to UWFI for uh, a while. after that because Great Buddha basically discovered him on a string of house shows where he just Yeah, Gary Hart, because Gary he and he the thing is he didn't know great the Great Muda he didn't know the Great Muda knew English. Up until the WFI, because well, Gary, Gary Hart kept his secret. And great well, the, gr the Great Muda apparently was also one of those guys, much like the Giant Baba, which is like speaks fluent English almost without an accent. Time to talk business. Better get a translator in here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So good. Um, but he goes to UWFI. Do you know UWFI? I do not. I assume that isn't that the Weird Al Yankovic movie? <laughs> That's not fucking funny, though. Yes, it is. That's it's very not good. fucking funny. Oh, I guess you're besmirching Keith because I'm trying to fucking entertain him. This is all for you, Keith. It's all for you, Keith. All for you, Keith. So, you well, know, I, I just want to tell everyone right now Dylan did not think we were going to get 50 minutes out of Glacier. I guarantee this is going to be over an hour of Glacier. <laughs> UW5 was a, it was a shoot fighting organization, quote unquote, where they would just do work shoot matches. So, they realize. Through a bunch of, and I'm, you can look them up, like Japanese double crosses in the 80s where people just decide, I'm tired of fake wrestling. I'm just going to kick this guy in the head after that 20 minutes. That was a big trend in Japanese wrestling. So you need to understand that at the time, which was, is that while in America, you'd have a variety of types of body types, um, athletic ability in Japan, then you'd come over and it'd be like, it's Terry Funk versus a man that's only kicking. <laughs> yeah, and exactly. so that guy had to cooperate to the point that when the NWA champion would go over, he was always sent with another wrestler as his quote unquote manager. More famously, the biggest one was like the famous one was Harley Race would usually go over because they would try and screw the championship out so they'd get a title change. And um, 
then they'd send the champion with it. So if you did that, then the other wrestler would get in the ring and then beat the fuck out of that guy. In theory. In theory. All that said, I feel like Harley Race could. I don't know why. I don't know why, but I just feel like... Because he got kicked out of school. Was that that story kicked out of school at 13 for knocking out the principal? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Harley, I think you should... Fuck off! <laughs> yeah. You're just... Harley Race, a man who clearly has dementia, but for somehow they still just put him on television for local Kansas City appearances? Of course they do. Oh. You gotta do it. It is more awkward than walking in on someone shitting and for some reason not leaving right away. And just popping it. He's just there with, I hope is his son. And they're like, and how are you, Harley? <laughs> and he's just smiling at the camera. And like, he saved his money. Well, that's what, Jake LaMotta has passed away now, but for years Jake LaMotta was like off-Broadway show with his like, third wife and she would just Lady sing while Jake yeah well Jake Lobato just <laughs> sat a in a chair in the corner and well if you would don't believe me by the way listen to Jake Lamada on Opie and Anthony and it is it is a woman trying to talk to three people who don't know why she's there while a very old man every once in a while just pipes up with a yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know that old man growl yeah. The what I assume uh Ray Lloyd let out the first day they put the glacier costume on him just Oh the glacier taunt, which was <laughs> <laughs> It's like a yawn but yelling. So good. <laughs> he did a flip. But he's in UWFI, which is like work shoot fighting. And uh it's so bizarre that this guy It's crazy how many years. times they tried this by the because they also did it. Wasn't Pro Wrestling Noah or one of them was this? No, none of them were like, like this is, UWFI is what, like, because there was Pancreas, which was actually real fighting, and then UWFI, which is just work shoots, right? Yeah. So they would just kick each other, but in safe places. Like, you just kick a guy in the legs as hard as you can was the thought. He could just work tomorrow. That's so and then they would stupid. grapple, and, like, they actually kept win-loss records. They would fight as often as you would if you were a real fighter, so they would fight once a month, and that's it. And it became really big. And that the UWFI, I think it was, like, New Japan Angles, what they took the NWO from. Um, so yeah, it was the he's old, in that, uh, which is, like, the high, most it respected, was the old like... old masters versus, like, young people is basically what it was. The NWO Angles were retained. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, but the UWFI like they so they kept the it's it's all legitimate and Lloyd comes over there because of his kickboxing record and in certain circles it was like people thought these guys were like yeah, I mean it's fake, yeah, but like they could actually like handle themselves. Like it such legitimacy was attached to this because no one had any gimmicks like Vader do, Vader did a match against uh, Takata and he has the fucking, he has no, he doesn't come out with the helmet on. He just comes out as basically Leon White and just gets the fucking shit kicked out of him for 20 minutes. Is this where he, his eye gets popped out of his head? No, that's against Stan Hansen. That's right, that is against Stan Hansen. That's again the regular pro wrestling match for Stan Just Lariat! Lariat! My eyes, Stan! <laughs> you go, go, I'll spit on you, <laughs> teeny wiener! Yeah, yo! Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tiny wangers, first of all. Also... Lariat, your Stan Hansen though another delightful fucking shoot interview because I that is true I did not make all the money that uh, some of my uh, fellow um, um, associates made in the wrestling business but I had a very good time. <laughs> well, he was just let, me let me tell you this about Brody, stubborn man. Miss him though. 
<laughs> Very sad. He just seems like a lovely man who, if you get on his wrong side, the cowboy hat comes off, and you don't want to be there. <laughs> so yeah, that's the kind of man that, like, if you're dating his daughter, and you better get out of a pickup truck because if not, you're ah, yeet, and then your car <laughs> is just on its side. Like something it's- happened to your, I assumed, in support of the Axis Powers car. <laughs> But like I'm a Christian. Not unlike getting back to uh, Glacier, though. I don't know. This isn't the same thing, but it'd be like, what if Dan Severin came in in the Attitude Era as sexual chocolate? <laughs> like that is, like that's almost what happens because he's in you don't he's in this organization that's so respected that it's almost real. It looks it looks a lot realer. Yeah. Looks more really like really authentic in a is, way that wrestling w- hasn't in fucking fifty years, and then he comes in and Sub Zero's real now. Well, how <laughs> like, does he, but wait, how does he get into WCW? Continuing his path of having the most WCW career ever. Oh yeah, baby. How does he do it? Talks to Diamond Dallas Page, yep. who calls his friend Eric Bischoff, who is also a martial arts enthusiast, meets him for three hours and signs him to a three year contract. Oh yeah, <laughs> because Eric Bischoff, as you'll learn. As everyone knows for the uh, Ernest Miller shit, loved the fact that he knew karate and anyone else who knew karate would just get a job. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know karate too? I can't believe- I'm actually really good at karate. I can't believe we haven't done an Ernest Miller episode yet. The fact that they spent so much money on having James Brown come to a Super Brawl and they never advertised it is fucking crazy. It's so good. At points though, this is a crazy thing about Glacier, he was really- So he got trained by in WCW Power Plant. They brought in Luthez, Billy Robinson, and Danny Hodge to train him. Billy Robinson stretched him, and he maintained a friendship with Luthez until his death. He was like really good friends with that's because Glacier <laughs> was friends with Luthez. Well, that's because probably Gla- at at this point, Luthez he's a fucking cop son, so he's like, yes, sir. Yeah, he's he's, just, yes, sir. No, sir. He's a nice, polite man from the south. So it was Mister Thez, Mister Hodge. Yeah. He's also really Mr. Close. Robinson. Like Danny, imagine meeting. I'm if I met Danny Hodge tomorrow, I'd be incredibly intimidated. Oh, excuse well, me. We could still crush apples. With excuse me, Mr. Hit. Hodge. Are you the man that broke his neck in a car accident, punched the windshield out, and then swam for safety while holding your broken neck? In Google place? this right now. Google Danny Hodge crushes apple. He does it at like he looks like he's incontinent and he just crushes an apple. I was showing it to my roommates, and they both were like, "This isn't real," and I'm like. No, it's real. What's crazy is this isn't the crazy thing he used to do. What he used to do was he used to go into Eat the car. He used to go into hardware stores and oh, just yeah. break pliers with one hand. Yeah. Fucking. Why did they make him a carny? If the UFC was real, he would just been a champion. But he was resorted to. Why like, was that guy not just in the American army and before every battle he just <laughs> walked out with? Like, it would just be very weird. Like Hitler, Hitler, ha! <laughs> The retire. <laughs> That's my Hitler. <laughs> the retire. Uh, All right, we're 30 minutes I'm in. Do we want to do a break? And, that's and then bad. all of the glacier in the second half? Yeah. All right, break time. <laughs> this will be the fastest one as never. Hey, Dylan, patreon.com backslash wrestle review. Patreon.com backslash wrestle review. Patreon.com backslash wrestle review. Please give us money, get uh, alternate episodes, and you can maybe pick the wrestler we review next, and maybe John will get a Barry Darso tattoo on his lower back. Slut, slut, slut. Shame on your body. 
from the deepest parts of your mind. Trim your pussy. Comes the wrestler who's here to freeze your girlfriend's clit. Trim your dick. She's gonna. Your dicks are all smaller now because of his presence. Use a razor. You have herpes. Yeah. For, what? Don't deserve herpes. Wait a minute. What? Leave what do you? The herpes you're, torment. You're not supposed to razor off your herpes, guys. I'm gonna. Please, by email, respond with <laughs> how many of you have herpes. <laughs> I'll be sending an email. <laughs> I have herpes. <laughs> Who did you get herpes from? Anybody. Let's bring up Graham K. Graham K. once turned to me with more fear than anyone I've ever seen in my entire life. If you're looking at his phone, and he went, I just read an article that says everyone has herpes, but just some people can keep it dormant. Others I can't. think I fucking, I fucking hate that. <laughs> like, then, that everyone's like, yeah, like everyone. Then I don't have herpes then. Yeah. <laughs> think about it. Everyone has cancer. No. No. <laughs> no. Some people get cancer and it kills them. Other people just die of weird stuff. Yeah. Uh, he was 96. How did he die? Uh, drank water too fast. <laughs> Let me flooded his old. <laughs> Let me bones. tell you this about my grandfather. My grandfather got diagnosed with uh, prostate cancer, and they were like, "Your heart is gonna go in the next five years." Uh, also, you have prostate cancer, so we'll schedule for surgery. And he's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, wait. <laughs> What'll happen if?" I, and they're like, "It'll really affect your life." Da, 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 da. And he's like, "When will that be a problem?" And they're like, "Probably ten years." And he was like. Leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, my fart has fi- my heart has five years. But you want me cancer for f- no? No, you have- we're not fixing the thing that's not killing me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the cancer cancel out the heart thing. You're gonna live to be six hundred. Yeah, nice, fantastic. So- By the way, also Dylan and I do like talking about our grandfathers. Just crazy men. You have cancer, but that's not the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Simpler time. Yeah, I guess I'll cut up on the smokes then you smoked out the cancer mr hastings uh that was first of all that was glacier that was bernard mcneish <laughs> bernard he gave a, this you the are o- a posh man only man who bernard bernard uh, it's bernard don't don't call me a whore's name <laughs> it's bernard only man by the way i know that only smoked in the daytime nighttime evidently was for a pipe <laughs> Ooh, switch it up i like it <laughs> the year is 1996 the place is a little... Your mom's pussy. Yeah. and it's co- 11-year-old Dylan it's cold there. nothing all up in that. The year is 1996. The video game is Mortal Kombat. Yep. The character they rip off is Sub-Zero. Uh, blood runs cold when Glacier's in town. Perfect. He was fictionally profiled in WCW Magazine as part of their push for him debuting. Basically, it was like he was given a 400-year-old ancient helmet that he draws power from. Basically, it was like Sub-Zero and The Undertaker, but played by a man who's respectful to his elders. Yeah, and they have a huge... Or they would have these... Do you read about this? They would have these midnight meetings. Oh, Glacier was like, get ready for no the... One was, no one was supposed to know. Eric Bischoff was like, we're having these midnight fucking meetings with a special effects guy that Mr. Lloyd knew, Ernest Miller. Eric Bischoff had midnight meetings about this shit for months. With Ernest the Cat Miller? Ernest Cat Miller was just there. What the fuck is Ernest? Because he was just a martial artist that was later brought in to be uh, the counter to Wrath during the Mortis Glacier Guaranteed, feud. Guaranteed, Ernest, Ernest Miller in the tradition of pro wrestling is like Jimmy Hart was, is like... Who else just fucking ended up with wrestling? Ended up coming in like not Jerry getting the into wrestling weird, but actually being at a high level immediately. Jerry the King Lawler. 
Jerry the King Lawler is crazy where it's like, he debuts. This guy's the future. The fat kid? Shut up. Yeah. We're all millionaires. <laughs> yeah. But Jerry, Jimmy Hart's the one that's, because uh, there's another guy who just kind of got in. But anyway, so yeah, Jimmy Hart's just like that. Ernest Cat Miller's like that. Where he's having meetings about this special character. How much does a glacier entrance cost per go? 125 grand. No, I mean, no, nine grand, but. Again. Nine grand. I got news for you. Because he does the. This is WCW. My guess was a little outlandish. Not that outlandish. We need Kiss. They want 500 grand. There you go. Give them a million. Yeah. Why? Because it'll be twice as good. (laughs) He used to. So for research for this, this, the railroad admits to this. Him and his special effects friend would just go wa- go to an arcade and watch kids play video games, and listen to the noises that the characters made. Ray, buy a Nintendo. <laughs> There's no world where it's appropriate where a guy with a, a muscle guy with a crew cut watches children. Yeah. Why are are you gonna play the game, sir? I'm here for research. Pardon me. What's your name? Calvin Raymond. Why do you enjoy this television? (laughs) (laughs) What does the button push television do? Yeah, why do you put money in your television? Why don't you fuck a woman? (laughs) Fuck a woman. (laughs) What are those overgrown... Pardon me, Calvin, is it? You see that slot you keep putting quarters in? You saved up those quarters. You could put your penis in a slot like that, made of flesh. (laughs) You say you're a man, but you have women's breasts. Answer for yourself, (laughs) fat boy. You're useless. <laughs> Were we running from a herd of buffalo, you would surely be killed. <laughs> Fat, useless boy. Okay. How many different names do they have a Glacier? All right. 150. <laughs> what was one of them? Mortis. Stone Cold. They were maybe going to call him Stone Cold. This would have been right around the King of the Ring. They could have, like... Just by happenstance. Yeah, but he was already Stone Cold by that point. He was already called Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, that's very funny. He was or- going to call him Stone, Stone Cold. Cold. He's Stone Cold too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's your nickname? The Rock Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is your character? Debuting I'm, next week, the ultimate Macho Man Sting, Ric Flair. What, what's your character? You know Goro? Him. <laughs> I have a bunch of plasticine arms. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Eric Bischoff was really pushing for him his name to be Cryonic. Yeah, because he thought that um, that was going to be a technology that would be very important in the 21st century. God damn it, um, Eric Bischoff. Also, the by the worst. way, he this was brought up by Ric Flair a lot, which was Eric Bischoff was like, "All of you do not understand how good this is going to be." Yeah, like he, the, Eric Bischoff was convinced, and the way they presented it was just like, Can you imagine Glacier with a belt? No, like, and but maybe the TV title, maybe. <laughs> but here's physically with a belt. But here's the thing: is first of all, it wouldn't fit over all the weird shit they made him wear. Second of all, yeah, um, I. I'm getting sued by Midway, too. Oh, they immediately got sued, sued by, by Midway. Midway. And also, by the way, um, I was so on board with the Glacier character. When it was like, ancient frozen ninja man, you're like, this is going to be fucking great. Because in the end, you were trained by WWF a little bit, where you're like, when they bring in a new wrestler, it's good for a minute. He's always good. Yeah. 
I mean, immediately it was bad. And like, and, but then it was like his first entrance, and he's like, he had an Adam West esque gut in the fucking signet. Perfect. And he was like, oh fuck. Here's the weird thing about it, though, where it really exposes like I'm not gonna say Glacier would have been a hit if had they changed the person portraying him, but it really shows. They could have done a little bit more as if it was someone who's a bit more dynamic, a bit more. Quote- I, not, not only that. I mean, all right. So here's something that they say about Mike Tyson at WrestleMania, and something that I saw at least when I watched the Glacier debut match again is that the w- it's so much better if you don't know how to actually kick someone if you're going to kick them. Yes. Because what Glacier's doing is literally he's pulling the kicks. Yes. He pulls so, every kick. So he doesn't hurt the guy. Yeah, but. Whereas a guy like Rob Van Dam, who just fucking kind of knows what he's doing, so he just kicks him in the fucking face, and it looks better because he's actually kicking him in the face. Yeah, and the other guy knows how to block it so he doesn't get hurt from it. Yeah, if you want to watch, like, watch, gain an appreciation for this. Basically, go to any indie show and watch them kick or elbow someone in the face and that, like, slap that everyone does now so it looks good. Or, like, hitting them on the neck so it makes a big noise. Um, gain an appreciation for that by watching Glacier's first match against the Gambler. <laughs> he just he just dressed exactly like the Blackjacks, but he had a top hat on and it said the Gambler on his ass. Never forget the WCW Nitro that was at this point beating Monday Night Raw, and they had so much enhancement talent on it. It's like, and in this match, it's Chris Jericho versus Tracy Smothers' friend Marty. <laughs> Marty Smothers. Yeah. It didn't happen. What? Uh, Any of it. What are you referring to? Can't say on TV. Yeah. This week, wee wee. This week for some way, uh, reason, Colonel Robert Parker is ma- uh, managing mass transit from ECW. <laughs> Still bleeding. But it's so slow. Like, the match against the Gambler is so slow. All his kicks look so fucking shitty. It's just shitty. so uninteresting. It's also one of those things where it's like, you're trying to bring in a big fucking crazy baby face who's supposed to be cool. Instead of ma- giving him music that's like... Whoosh, yeah, is fucking laser show. He walks out, kicks the guy in the face. One, two, three. You're out of there. In beats, like he's got to beat the shit out of the guy, which is probably why this guy still has a job. But it's like he's got a fucking Goldberg. This guy, where it's like the reason Goldberg worked, it was a lot. Uh, it was like an unspoken Superman superhero character yeah. where he would come out, like run the guy over with a real football tackle, actually kick him in the face, put him into a coma years later, and then Jack Hammer were done because yeah. he was a piece of shit. And you just some people just aren't mean enough people to be pro wrestlers. I know it seems counterintuitive because it's like play fighting, but. If Glacier was just a bit of more of a dick, it would have done him uh, a real service. Cost of the uh, of the Glacier outfit that he wore to the ring? $35 million. 35 grand. That's not true. Designed by AFX Studios in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, That's insane. So basically this Basically the, the estimated cost for the entire character was amounted to a nearly half a million dollars. It's so funny if you look at it, like, watch, all right, do do me a favor, guys, watch the Glacier debut, and, like, how much WWE will make fun of Glacier on all those videos about how shitty Glacier was, right? Yes. And then something they'll never bring up, which is watch Sin Cara's debut, it's the same thing. It's the exact same thing. Holy shit. Right down to the lighting. Like, when Glacier fights Big Bubba, 
first of all, Big Bubba is the only one getting a pop during the match, which is fucking great for a big boss bad fan like myself. And the second thing is they're actually having the fake snow happen during the whole match. <laughs> it's all this <laughs> fake snow while Big Bubba Rogers is like, come here, you little livered cunt. <laughs> Just like, ooh, fake snow. So beautiful. <laughs> oh, a very slow kick. It's all so slow. I mean, it, w- I'm 21 years later, obviously. I'm watching with those eyes, but, but it's like still, wrestling is so much better. Now. Uh, they, by the way, pushed it. Um, they pushed his debut character. He was supposed to debut in July, the same month, at the same paper, at Bay of the Beach, same pay-per-view as Hulk Hogan turning heel. Yeah. They quickly realized, let's give this guy some space. And the gambler match took place in September, not April, which I just said. Yeah. Basically, he's- This is like you bought stock. You bought stock the day before- the fucking you bought markets my, crash yeah you bought basically you bought myspace stock in 2008 or whatever yeah and Just the day before, oh fuck you don't understand how big this is gonna be we'll try this nwo thing it probably won't work turning hulk hogan heel but then the, the sub-zero will come yeah don't worry so they had to change him just enough they did the whole just just tick 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 just enough yeah and like they were saved by like it's so funny how the nwo survived because they were saved by certain little things like Scott Hall using the toothpick as the diamond stud. Yeah. Um, and just all these little things like, no, toothpick's not. And he basically the diamond stud kind of being Razor Ramon and then him realizing Razor Ramon fully going into the WWF. But it was like there was enough there with the diamond stud that they could just be like, no, he's just being the diamond stud still. He's just being Scott Hall. He owns that character. It was also Whereas the- Glacier was like, no, this is Sub-Zero. It was also, by the way, they with the WWF, they had so many lawsuits that they basically at a certain point they were canceling each other out. They were like, you win that one, I'll win this one, you win that one, I'll win this one. And because Turner was so fucking blind to it, by the time they got to Sonny Ono basically being like, I was racially abused, they were like, just give him all the fucking money, fuck you. <laughs> um, he langers in the fucking mid-card for half a year. Who does he feud with? Mortis. Yep. Mortis is a double debut. Mortis and Glacier debut. No, Mortis does not debut at the same time. Mortis de- doesn't debut until... Maybe it was the most pay-per-view debut. Because he does a bunch it, of squash yeah, matches double, and then was starts feuding. Debut. Sorry, sorry, you're mm. right. But it's like this weird thing where it's like every other character is same like 90s alliteration. Where it's just like... Hardcore Holly. Um, you know, all those guys. Fuck. Hardbody Harrison. Um... Scott Armstrong is doing some shit. Brad Armstrong, various is doing some Armstrong shit. brothers. Yeah, like like Scott Daw, the uh, Mauler. What was his name? Um, oh my God, the best the best guy who never came to WWE. Bunkhouse Buck, like just very much Southern guys, and then just three dudes from a video game who can only feud with each other inside this own vacuum. Imagine Kenny, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. In their first year in NXT, but just the shittiest possible. Yeah, imagine that. okay, it's Kevin Owen and Sami Zayn, but they've for some reason signed a contract where it's like, okay, don't do any wrestling moves, just hug. <laughs> uh, it's literally, it's and crazy. It's, by the way, it's they two years. They too decided late. they tried they try something where they market the angle as it's the blood run cold, blood mm-hmm. runs cold, trying to bring back that and like rehash that um, uh, that like tagline they used originally for the Glacier launch, being like they've known each other for a long time. Yeah. Wrath debuts who's Adam Bomb. Um, yeah. Bri- beautiful Brian Clark. Beautiful Brian Clark. Dirty Brian Clark. Still alive, as we discovered. As we discovered, we, we were totally thought he was dead. 
Beautiful. Sorry, Brian Clark. I like, by the way, Brian Clark doesn't listen to the podcast. Mike Sanders still does, though. Fuck you, Mike Sanders. I'm glad <laughs> does he? Glad your dog's I'm dead. I'm sure he's not. Glad your not. dog is dead. Your dog's dead. Your dog's dead. Please don't Your say dog that. dead. I'm sorry your dog died. I'm not. I'm happy your dog died. You're what a bad a horrible person. thing. All these guys. No one's talked about me for a while. All these guys did meanly. Also, Frankie. <laughs> what a horrible day. <laughs> we killed his dog. A niche podcast made fun of me, and now my dog died. And my penis is small. Wrath debuts by you, interfering. By the they always do the same fucking thing, because they can only feud with each other. You can't have Glacier... Versus Ice Train. I mean, I guess yes, you could you make fucking them a can. Team. Yes, you <laughs> fucking can. can. Why no, the you fuck? could totally do that. Why the fuck would... I'm shocked that that was not... I'm surprised it wasn't Scott Norton versus uh, Glacier. Do you know how awesome that Scott match would Flash be? Scott Flash Norton? The Flash versus Sub-Zero? Who wins? Do you understand how fucking great that match would be? It's the Flash, but he eats steak and shits whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> Two men with guts. One uses his legs, one uses his arms. Let me put this on my on your back while I fuck your ass, <laughs> Scott Norton. <laughs> I got a rest for my tell you, in a We're doing podcasts at night. Dylan got, he's fucking shooting flames. Ooh, shooting flames. Another <laughs> <laughs> herpes <laughs> reference. <laughs> <laughs> pop, 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 yeah. pop. Blood like runs <laughs> with herpes. It <laughs> <laughs> was briefly my native name when I thought I was Are pre. you serious? Yeah, blood runs with herpes. Um, <laughs> it's very bad. No, it's not. Um, and basically, by the way, it turns into Wrath versus Mortis. No, Mortis and Wrath versus Glacier in a rotation of... Um, he Glacier's wrestling Wrath. Mortis interferes. Yeah, Mortis yeah. is wrestling Glacier. Wrath interferes. Yeah. James Mitchell eventually leaves, goes to ECW, um, it debuts as the Sinister Minister, and the first thing he does is he's like, I can't remember what it was, but it's like someone's dead and he has to revive them, and then like he like smells poop, and then he's like, ah, that's better than having to manage Wrath and Mortis for a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a classic Paul Heyman like, fuck you, Eric Bischoff. So, but it's what was so, that noise? That was a burp, but it came from my soul. Sick. <laughs> His first singles loss is to Buff Bagwell, which he is mad about because, like, <laughs> Bagwell... Because Raymond is a man of the law, and he knows that one day Buff Bagwell will be a scofflaw, having <laughs> dirty paid sex with older women. Where he was like, he didn't sell my kicks. And it's like, yeah, you're a jobber. Like, it's so weird that he's now a jobber. Like, who was the he's guy? so quickly a fucking jobber. Who was the... Gilberg. Dwayne Gill. No. Unbeaten... Oh my God! Tatanka, no, it's TNA guy, Crimson. There's this guy Crimson that they tried to do a Goldberg streak with, and everyone was so not into it that he lost his first match, and it, he was immediately so established as a jobber they just never had him basically in the company again. <laughs> They're just like, no, you're done. Sorry, man. They had him lose a match like a fucking idiot like in two minutes and then they're just like get out the door and that's what happens with glacier here where it's like we're no longer in on this yeah he was a tag with ernest miller they try and turn him heel that doesn't work out um and then he uh during this time one of my favorite anecdotes that he spouts out was he went to a uh he wanted eric bischoff wanted to talk about his character with him so he took him to an underground fight in atlanta <laughs> Where was a hundred bucks and all the beer you can drink, and then uh, the whole point was for him and Ernest the Cat Miller to get to know each other better because they were going to be a tag team. 
So Bishop, while Bishop, Bishop, they're this just is like the beginning of like, a buddy cop movie. By the way, it's very funny. They would be a very good. They are the quintessential buddy cop team. Yeah. Come on, Glacier, loosen up. Ice. Yeah. Ice and fire. I am from a farm, and on that farm we made ice cubes of the soul. They want me to. Oh, ah, James Brown. <laughs> <laughs> they want me to act like an ice man from the TV gay box. <laughs> anyway. So Ernest Cavillier and Glacier are like, this is fucking weird. Why are we here? Let's go for a coffee somewhere. And they got to know each other and apparently kind of hit it off. But like, who? <laughs> Let's get to know each other better. Are you familiar with Fights to the Death, a police officer's son? <laughs> yes, uh, I am. And well, I'm calling my dad to break uh, this up. <laughs> what I like about Eric Bischoff is Eric Bischoff is like, he's the s- equivalent of a drag queen, but of the soul of a man where he's like, I'm five foot one, and I've had gray hair since I was 19. Everyone needs to know I'm a man. I drink beer. I ride motorcycles. I fuck D- DDP's wife. I know where there's underground fights. And they're like, uh, sir, we're very uncomfortable. Why do you only breathe through your mouth? <sighs> I'm a dog. <laughs> <laughs> He's just so insistent that he knows karate. It's very funny. He really is. He only hangs out with other people that know karate. He's like how you and insist just that you job? had threesomes. I have tons of threesomes. Yeah, you keep saying it. I got my dick and my dick and me. I have two dicks. You have two dicks? Yeah. That still would be only a twosome, though. That's not true. So I fucking jerk them off with both hands. Do you ever dr- suck them both together with my mouth. That's a threesome. You make me very uncomfortable. You make me very yeah, uncomfortable. Comfortable. So he bans the kick thing and does the oriental spike for a bit, the ice pick, the umaga finisher. Great. Great. Um, basically, he's a jobber. By the way, stars. for those of you who don't know what that is, I'll touch my thumb to your face. Hold your neck. Your neck is open. I jabbed it with my thumb. You're dead now. The Samoan spike. Which, I will say, Umaga did an amazing job of getting over. Oh, my God. Did he ever? 2006 Umaga does not get enough credit for being like, oh, we're just past the Attitude Era and we're becoming PG. We need someone who's both PG and scary as fuck. Here's a guy doing a head shrinkers gimmick that he's just he's just gonna make it work. And for some reason, his manager has a lot of uncut cigars in his pocket. Oh, that he breaks. That was uh, that was my. We'll do an Umaga episode for sure. But that was one of the worst Ooh. things. Umaga. They stopped having Armando Estrada say his whole name because it was getting over too much. Uh, I made that made me so mad because everyone was latching on too much to Armando. Alejandro. And then whenever he would break the cigar, everyone yeah. would cheer, and they were like, all right, well, Umaga can't be a face. We can't have him beat you, because he was getting cheered too much against um, the C-Nation men. Yeah, because it was also the thing which was Umaga was exciting, and that was already the beginning of, like, please stop with this guy. Do you understand <laughs> that John Cena's now lapsed into the point where they're like, yeah, we get it, bring him out, for fuck's sake, fuck you. Um... Uh, So Glacier uh, tore his ACL. I got totally lost where we were. No worries. Thank you. He he tore his ACL in uh, a match with Goldberg like immediately. (laughs) Goldberg still (laughs) did all his Goldberg things to him. He's like, Bill, I'm hurt. I tore my ACL. That doesn't matter. Spear, spear, spear. I I had my ACL cut out because it was limiting my running ability. What? Did you know my doctor's illegal? (laughs) Um, Did you know I'm really a truck? I think wrestling's real. <laughs> they told me to kill you. <laughs> I was sent here by Ted Turner to get some of his money back. 
Um, it's very interesting that it's Glacier versus Bill Goldberg is, here's the one we know is going to work. Oh, we've replaced him with this plain man who doesn't cost as much. <laughs> so the other thing is, after he tears his ACL, they fire him, and then they come back, and they're like, would you be okay with doing like comedy? And Glacier says... Yes, and here's bear, the way... Bear in mind, Glacier's idea of comedy is someone replaces your handcuffs with two <laughs> chocolate bars. Clever. Can't use those. Oh, no. Here it very much is. So he so he calls Terry Taylor. By the way, he's the only guy who likes Terry Taylor. That'd he's the only guy who likes Terry Taylor. There's got to be someone else who likes Terry Taylor. He's the only person I've ever heard an interview with that were like, Terry Taylor's cool. Stevie Ray called Terry Taylor the most racist person in wrestling. Wow. <laughs> he was like, who's the most racist person in wrestling? And you're like, Stevie Ray is not going to answer this question. Terry Taylor, immediately. I was like, also, fuck. Jim Cornette, for some reason, basically, and th- this is pretty fucking crazy coming from Jim Cornette, a man who one month ago took his dick out in front of a bunch of people. was like, mm-hmm. why don't we fucking talk about how Terry and those little girls? Huh? Huh? You fucking cunt? <laughs> so... It's funny because the timeline kind of gets mixed up because someone that says his third run, someone's the second run. But during the funny, funny Glacier uh, run where Russo has the book, um, he sneaks in ahead of time with the help of Terry Taylor and comes out in full Glacier gimmick and br- and breaks in through a closet and does a promo in the middle of a booker's meeting. And then they hired him. I they hired him back. hate wrestling. <laughs> wrestling sometimes. This is not one of those times. What a great anecdote. <laughs> <laughs> so he comes back, like, he does, like, shit, like, st- he sells his helmet and shield to Kaz Hayashi. Yeah, I knew he sold the helmet at some point. Um, yeah, he's doing little stuff like that. Um, and then, do the words Coach Buzz Stern mean anything to you? They do, but let's quickly talk about the appearance he made. Um he was at the opening of the Nitro Bar and Grill at the Excalibur Hotel <laughs> in Las Vegas. And this is who they sent to open the WCW-themed restaurant at this fucking casino. They sent Alex Wright, who at the time was Berlin. Yes. And me and Gene Okerlund. That's fantastic. Do you understand what the fuck the bar conversation was that night? I'm from Germany and a very polite man who saves my money. The thing to remember, Gene, is one cocktail is enough. God damn it, Glacier, I hear the voices of a thousand children in my head screaming, No, Mr. <laughs> Okerlund, no. Get me another goddamn doers. Would you guys mind being my alibi? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go do some stuff that most would classify as inhumane. <laughs> Ray, Ray, thanks for uh, borrowing your dad's police badge. So that <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to use it to have what I like to call... The fun I've only dreamed of. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to perform some of my experiments. I'm going to uh, turn this place into Raccoon City, you <laughs> stupid motherfuckers. <laughs> what the fuck is Raccoon City? Resident Evil. <laughs> Nerd. Um. Uh, Gene, Gene, can I have my dad's police badge back? Why is it covered in ink? That's not ink. That's blood. <laughs> animal blood. Human blood before, but at the end I was just killing an animal because sometimes you need to wind down. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. So, he does Coach co- Buzz, Buzz Stern. I have no memory of Coach Buzz Stern whatsoever. Yeah, of course you don't. <laughs> Coach Buzz Stern... 
I think was this guy's best work of his career. Because that's who he is. Exactly. He just what came out and he was a hard ass high school. He was just a hard ass coach. He was in a tag team with Luther Biggs, who was just kind of a fat guy, and he just <laughs> made the guy do squats, and then he lost to the filthy animals. That was his whole thing. That's all he ever did. Um, and it was great. He just he got squashed. He was no. You're missing one. What was one of the matches he wrestled in very late WCW? He okay. fought against Mark Madden. Shut up! You're fat. You're fat. <laughs> no, you're fat. You fucking <laughs> you fucking could. <laughs> Barry Darso, ladies and gentlemen. So good. And Coach Buzz Stern, ladies and gentlemen of the rest. What do we call the wrestler review fans? Fans. Yeah. The fat the people. The universe. Listen up, fat people. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, fat! Come on, fat Tony. Um, no, right. So, there you go. Barry Darso against fucking Buzzstern. Fantastic, Buzzstern. Here's yeah. my favorite thing about him. That's he, less of a wrestling match and more just a hockey game. That's two parents having a disagreement about it. He came out. Here's how he came out of the ring. Sunglasses, sunny G's, right? Then he came out with a whistle around. Perfect, of course. Okay, question. Cut off t-shirt. Question tucked in to tights. Wait, wait. Question about the sunglasses. Is there s- some sort of band at the back of them so he can put the sunglasses down? No, he is not early 90s Sting. He is Buzz Stern, <laughs> goddammit. He takes the sunglasses off, hands them to the fat guy who's consistently doing squats the entire match, and he takes the whistle off, and he keeps the fucking t-shirt on. Why wouldn't you? Because he is a high school coach, goddammit. I'm not going to... I'm not going to get all your mom's pussies fucking wet. I'm going to keep the shirt on. Uh, bear in mind. And his fi- what was his finishing me? move? Uh, Didn't have be- one. Bell rings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Didn't uh, have one. He reminds me of my uh, high school gym teacher, Mr. Bifolci, who I remember I saw. Who's him made up. I, real guy. The shitty SNL character from his, the 70s. His actual name was Paul Bifolci. Um, <laughs> and I remember I ran into him once, much like years later with his son who was like four. And he was the most like gym teacher where he was like, Remember, the important things are competition and losing gracefully. And I was like, oh, Mr. Bifolci, how are you? And he's like, very well. This is my son. Please introduce yourself. And he said that to his son, but I thought he said it to me. And I was like, hello, I'm John. And then he was like, you have manners. I'm teaching him. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, Dylan. That, that's the worst thing I've heard in my life. Dylan. He didn't say that last part, but that was just the vibe I got. <laughs> Dylan, best thing about Glacier. No, we have one more thing to say. Does his career continue after WCW? If he shows up in TNA, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. He also was close friends with Dusty Rhodes. He went into... Uh, oh, they started a wrestling company. Turnbuckle Championship wrestling. wrestling. In the year 2000. When he left... Um, Man, Dusty Rhodes' funeral must have been weird. Is that Glacier over there? <laughs> He's just throwing ice cubes into no, the coffin? No, fuck. I am so sorry. I'm so sorry. So, he... He does Buzz Sawyer and the anecdote I told about interrupting the writers' meeting. That happens in 2000 later when he goes back. He's a turnbuckle. He goes back. He does a bunch of shitty stuff there. Um, and then when WCW closes, that's when he does. He pitches himself to the WWE. Oh my God! As Coach Buzz Stern introducing Glacier because they own all the trademarks. Because WWE owns the trademarks from WCW, and Vince was interested. But he was like, I can't fucking do this anymore. I just don't want to be a wrestler anymore. That's fantastic. Also, by the Glacier way. Glacier would have been in the invasion. 
<laughs> it would have been like Glacier versus Buff Bagwell as the first match. Do you understand they could have done Glacier versus Stone Cold? If they would have no, here's no, here's what they would have done. Glacier versus Stone Cold, yes, that is super good. Glacier versus Taz, they would have done when Taz breaks from the um, from the uh, alliance. They yeah. would have been like, we got our own guy who does mixed martial arts, and also he's actually not a pussy. Kia e, kia e, kia e. Pull kick, pull kick. No, here's what they would have done. Attack, attack. Because it's a glacier. No, no, yes, no. Because it's a glacier, it's Shut it's up. a WCW like failure one, so they can't like Fred Ottman wouldn't do the Shockmaster again. If they bring for Fred Ottman, he's Typhoon. We've we've seen that before. But Glacier's only Glacier, right? So here's what happens: he goes in WWE, right? Keep in mind, it's 2001. He shows up, right? During a Dudley Boys, the Dudley Boys <laughs> are in the ring. Stacy Keebler is their manager. He tries to fuck Stacy. He can't get it up. He's limp. Dick. Wait a minute. Okay. They actually back cut his up, dick back off. Back up for a second. Back it up. Is there a bed in the ring for him to fuck, Stacy? Yeah. Or have they rigged some sort of ice bed that rises up uh, from the ramp and he beckons Stacy over a la Ministry of Darkness styles? They're just in the ring and he doesn't run it. He's I'm sorry, there's no bed. He comes in and he's like, I want to fuck Stacy. And Stacy's like, yeah, I'm a huge, dirty, fucking filthy slut because it's 2001. <laughs> I want to fuck you too. But I can't get hard or oh, I'm a loser. Bubba Ray Dudley... Because I chose the Dudleys for a reason here, because they are comfortable with terrible things. <laughs> Cuts them with a real knife. <laughs> Cuts them with a real knife on the chest, and then Devon uh, says, testify, and by that I mean real crucifixion. They actually crucify him while pointing at his limp dick. And all the time, Glacier's saying, I thought this was just going to be a job match. And then Vince comes and, and goes, sucks this limp dick. And then, by the way, to, to add uh, insult to injury... They go to break with the WCW Nitro thing. I'm going to say this about Ray Lloyd. If you're on Twitter, which I'm willing to guess you think is a refrigerator, I don't appreciate your what you did in the ring, but as a man, you're fucking great. Top notch. Also held backstage positions at TNA and... Showed up at Shikara. Shikara and would just debuted recently with Ring of Honor. Did he just debut in Ring of <laughs> yeah, Honor? Yeah, recently. As Glacier? Yeah. I'm so happy. But I didn't know he was in Ring of Honor. Because now, now he's he's cool with being the ironic thing. Another one fun thing is... Oh my God, and he was eliminated by Bully Ray. They almost did the gimmick you pitched. Mm-hmm. I'm smart. Here's the thing. Uh, is Why did Glacier not wrestle for a while? Because he's been doing indies off and on. Why not, right? I'm going to say dad's retirement, and uh, he had to sit the Georgia version of Shiva, which is you have to hunt with his dad's best three dogs, and if you don't bring back <laughs> the appropriate amount of elk, you stay in the woods until you goddamn find it. It's so close. He tore his ACL because he works intimately with the Universal Studios Indiana Jones stunt show. <laughs> he works at this. That's how he got the job with TNA. He just tore his ACL, showed up at TNA, and they were like, Ray, where have you been? So we just walked. Tell Jimmy Jacob how he's going to lose to Kevin Nash. Yeah. Okay, Kevin can't bend over or do other wrestling moves. You're going to have to run into Kevin, and he'll put his foot on you. That's so the only way this so will work. So basically, he tore his ACL, limped across the alleyway to TNA, and they were I like, mean, that's not the nuts and bolts of it, but that's how I imagine it happened. That's exactly what I think. My happened. backup plan is TNA. If yeah. I can't be Indiana Jones, yeah. he's clearly also Indiana Jones. Of course he is. Glacier's playing Indiana Jones. 
He got to be Sub-Zero and Indiana Jones within feel, a lifetime. Do you feel like that he still demanded that he had the glacier uh, contact lens for Indiana Jones? He's like, I need it. It's my touchstone as a performer. <laughs> no, I, I, he just was like, whatever you need me to do. I would like to In know. In this one, all right, it's the four, It's the it's the 11 p.m. show. We don't have these very often. So what we're going to do is throw him a curveball. Hitler wins. <laughs> That's whatever you need. <laughs> um, Ray, um, could you stop pitching that your friend Chris Canyon portrays what I can only describe as a clown that's dead. Oh, no, he did not play. He did not play Indiana Jones. He was the German flight engineer. So he was... He was one of the Nazis. Wait a minute. But the, like that's not a very stunt-heavy position. That's, like, I assume, a guy that's like... Wah! Yeah, he probably fell out of a high thing. That's fucking insane. That's probably the most Florida job I've ever heard in my entire life. He's so What good. do you do? I'm unnamed character number five in, a, in the Back to the Future Stuntorama show. <laughs> also, it was Disney MGM Studios in Orlando. I'm so sorry. Oh, so we had to go across a highway to Universal Studios <laughs> to do a DNA. Perfect. I'll drive with the bad leg. I do you think care. that he sometimes shed a tear outside of where they used to shoot WCW Worldwide? That's where <laughs> dreams were. That's where dreams were. One of the greatest things I've ever heard, though. He's also in an episode of Hell's Kitchen. So, Celebrity Hell's Kitchen, or is he just his Oh, no, wait. No. Never mind. He just was with a guy who won Hell's Kitchen. That's still fucking cool. Yeah. Again, this guy's so fucking Florida at a certain point. <laughs> He's who's Mr. Your, Florida. Who's your best friend? Eighth eliminated from the 2010 version of Hell's Kitchen. That's so good. Um. Also, one of my favorites. Uh, is John Hastings. You're right. Nope. Just one sec. He topped out at number 488 in a PWI uh, PWI best 500 of 2003. They just put him in there to be like, fuck you, Glacier. <laughs> number 500 to number 470 is always the best. Oh, yeah. It's insane. Dog fucker. That's number 500. <laughs> yeah. Ha ha. Dog fucker. Bill Apter. I made that one up. Bill Apter's mom. <laughs> so that's Glacier, everybody. What's your favorite thing about Glacier? Mr. John Hastings. The run-up to his debut was fucking phenomenal. For... For kids watching wrestling at that time with Mortal Kombat, it was a brilliant idea. The only problem was the execution once he got into the ring. They could have gotten six months of me being like, kick him, Glacier. Kick him. (laughs) (laughs) You want to know my favorite thing about him is? That he kicked Chris Canyon and you don't like gay people. That he's been on screen with Tyler Perry. (laughs) (laughs) Explain. No, he was directed by Tyler Perry, though. Even fucking better. He was in a Tyler Perry sitcom on BET. Oh, it was TBS. I'm so sorry. Meet the Browns? Yep, he was in Meet the Browns. He was a, he played a cop. Did you ever watch Meet the Browns? No. Horrendous. Well, probably just very nice, so fuck you. No. Tyler Perry can lick my taint. I mean, he could, but he Un- won't. He's got too much money. Unwiped, not showered, too. Why? He can, he can do that. That's what he likes. No, he doesn't. Do it. Do What's it. your least favorite thing about Glacier? His entire in-ring career. Yeah. I'll specific specify, Jesus Christ, specify it to just his kicks. I made this note that I hadn't read until now, which was uh, max out. The highest I saw him get a kick was shoulder length. That's very embarrassing. Like, if they would have just given this, did I say this? If they would just, yeah, if they just give it to Rob Van Dam. Yeah, it wouldn't have been. You've made that point before. Make it again. I think if they would have just given it to Rob Van Dam. Oh, good point. You've made a bunch of time. Or just a Japanese guy who would have just been like, murder this man. Fine. 
Like, I'm, oh, this, this is a cartoon gimmick? Well, I'm Kento Kobashi. I'm going to <laughs> drop this man on his spine, and if he escapes um, <laughs> from being paralyzed, I'll undo that mistake by stabbing his... Allow me to be controversial. They should have given this to Sabu for no other reason of just how yeah. fucking crazy that would have been. To see him use all that armor to throw at a referee and hurt him. <laughs> he has knives on his feet. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sheik told me to live the gimmick, so does yeah. anyone have weed? <laughs> For some reason, uh, Glacier, as a wrestler, that's how Sabu would freeze to death the first time they were in a wintry town because he just doesn't go inside. <laughs> Cold doesn't affect me. <laughs> I'm Glacier. I'll use this. To, I don't know, man. Does anyone have pills? <laughs> yeah. Remember, this is the thing. Sabu got upset that they called, took him to the hospital for an OD because, and I quote, I didn't think I was ODing. <laughs> I've taken more pills than that before. Very good, Glacier. Thank you very much. You're good. Thanks very much for listening, guys. That was the first of our Patreon exclusive series. It's not. This isn't Patreon exclusive. This is Patreon select. Patreon select. Patreon exclusive Ooh. is only for Patreon subscribers. This is for everyone. It was just picked by someone who gives us money on Patreon. We have many levels of elitism here at the rest of the review. Here's a go. Top of the pyramid, me, then Dylan. Right below us, Patreon subscribers. Nope. Then all of the listeners who listen down below. Nope. You're still valuable. You're the foundation, but you're not at the top. You don't get a nice view like me and to a lesser extent, Dylan. I am a cool guy. Not true. And a lot of people respect my opinions. They don't. Ladies and gentlemen, for just John Hastings, not Dylan Gott, this is... The rest of the review. Bye-bye. Quite candidly, I was getting sick and tired of having to look at those commercials about your big comeback. Now then, that being said, you were supposed to be out there helping this man, Norman Smiley. You were a no-show. You were tardy. You were late. Ha! Gene, justice and heroism is never late. By the way, did you see how I made Mike Awesome Run like a coward from me. Are you kidding me? He almost killed me out there. Yeah. Now, now, Norman, calm down. You're a little delirious. As I was saying, Gene, it's time for a true hero to return. And that's why I've come back to clean up WCW. Right, Norman? Norman, stop it. Norman, here. Oh, Norman. Come here. Up. Get up! Oh, oh, oh my neck! Oh. Come, Norman. Evil will not rest even for a moment. No, no, no. I don't know if I'm going nuts, but this guy's starting to sound like some kind of a superhero. Might be that Glacier's got a little uh, brain freeze going on.